imagine what it would be like if your son or daughter realized their dream come true in front of a sold-out stadium. One mom witnessed exactly that. Hi, I'm Jonelle Stitt, and I'm a teacher from Tiga K, South Carolina, and my son is number 24 on the MLS team Charlotte FC, Jalen Lindsay. We talked to her about that long road to that moment next. We are podcasting Charlotte FC, bringing you the human experience behind the club, inspiring stories, community initiatives, beneficial info, and much more with Matt Harris, the voice, and Wayne Dyer, the tech. All right, I'm going to go to the big night, March 5th in Charlotte, North Carolina, 74,479 people in attendance a record for the MLS, lights go out, crazy light show, fireworks, loud music, and then the PA announcer starts rattling off the Charlotte FC players. And he comes to number 24. He says, Jalen, the crowd says, Lindsay, and you are tearing us, but as I'm telling you this, try to put into words what's happening at that moment. Oh gosh, it was so surreal. To be honest with you, um, I didn't think I'd cry, but I did. And you are now kind of a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, it was just, that night was just amazing. The whole show, with the, like you said, with the lights and the the national anthem. And then when I saw Jalen come out and he was thanking God, I know he was for everything. I just, my eyes just, I couldn't have asked for anything more. I mean, it was so amazing. And then they said his name and I heard he got a lot of big cheers and um it was just, it was amazing. I can't even, I am lost for words. <laughs> Where were you seated and who were you with when you were, when it was happening? Uh, I was standing up and I was with uh, Jalen's godmother and her husband, Jalen's dad was there and my son, TJ, he's 17. So TJ, what, did you see like an incredible look of at all or proudness or what the heck is going on? What, 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 what did you think you saw in him then? Oh, TJ? Yeah. Yeah, TJ was, gosh, beaming. He just smiles all the time. He's so excited about his brother. Because I would imagine it, what you imagined it to be, say, five years ago or something, and what it was that night are different. Oh, yeah. It exceeded my anything I would have even thought about. I've been to many MLS games, too, and just never seen anything the way that Charlotte put on, the way that they... They did the whole, just the whole presentation. That was the was best incredible. introduction I've seen at a soccer game. Absolutely. No, I, I don't go to, I haven't been to games. Do they, where they do the first name by the announcer and then the last name by the crowd, is that no, special that's, to that, that was something? that was special. I mean, even the, uh, the, the video introduction on the board, I think Jalen was the last person that they showed and he kind of waved to, to walk through the doors. Oh, let me tell you about that. Yeah. So the first game against DC United, the away game, I was in at 12th Man in Ballantyne with a bunch of friends that have the, the other kids he used to play soccer with in Charlotte. And they all came, and then a lot of his old teachers came from where he went, wow. to, he went to N Haven Elementary. And I'm sitting there, and we're just looking up. And then when Jalen did that wave, like, come on, and he went through, and he was walking like Sully from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there. I'm like, I was in awe. Like, it was, 
I was like, that was really, well, I said that was dope. Like, yeah. I just, I did. My I mom said, being that, so cool. Yeah, that was the coolest thing. I did not expect it. And they just keep exceeding my expectations with all their presence. The, the media, the content people are amazing. So he didn't warn you at all? No. Or did he even know? If you, did you talk to him afterward and he was like, I did not expect that either? We, him and I don't actually talk about that kind of stuff. Jalen doesn't really get into yeah. all that as much as I do. Right. You know, he's so focused on the game and all those things. He doesn't get caught up in that like mom does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. You I think know? they just do what they're asked to do. Yes. You know, okay, stand here for this picture, put this shirt on, hold this ball. They just do what they need to do and they go to practice or therapy or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then the media team would chop it up. And then, and then we see the final. They probably see it the same time we see it. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine he's still as stoic as he might try to be. Yeah. He's back in a town where yeah. he spent the first 14 years of his life or whatever. Yeah. He can try to be mystical, but I got to believe that there is some <laughs> goosebumps and things oh, going absolutely. on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, right? if you saw him at the end of the game, that's... I was like, what is he doing? Because he was just sitting in the middle of the field. Oh, really? I saw yes. that picture. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they posted it all over. Like and by himself, just sitting mm-hmm. there, taking and it all in kind of he thing. He said he was taking it all in because, you know, from going to the Panthers games when he was a kid, the ICC games, um, and now he's thinking, like, I am on this field. Yeah, let's listen to him explain it from his post-game interview. Yeah, first of all, that was probably the, you know, the kind of best game to be a part of. I've been, I've been part of, like, my entire life. Before walking off the pitch, you know, I kind of sat right in the middle of midfield and I was just trying to soak it all in. You know, I was picturing myself like seven, eight years ago, kind of in the nosebleeds watching Panthers games and countless ICC games in the summer, the European teams. And, you know, now that I'm that person on the field, it was just unbelievable. And, you know, that's just why I'm just so proud of, you know, of myself you know, to be here and I'm so proud of the team and how we played and uh, it was just, it was just a great night and, you know, like one of the best nights of my life to be honest with you. You know, when he w- went to sporting, that was pretty incredible because Sporting Kansas City has very established and they have a lot of fans. That's the MLS come, team. Yes. Um, but their stadium holds 18,000 and it's always pretty lit. A lot of people like there, there's nobody walking around with Lindsay jerseys. And here it's like, you know, there's Lindsay jerseys. There's so much support here from so many people. Like I have been mess like Jalen and I both have been me- answering messages from people for, for the last two weeks. It's just everybody is just so supportive and so excited for him. I want to go back now. Let's go back to the beginning kind of thing. Well, you were a big time college soccer person. You played at High Point, North Carolina. So it was in your blood and you loved soccer. Uh, Jalen comes along and I read a story about, he says that mom was just constantly throwing soccer balls at him at, uh, you know, beating him in the head every once in a while. (laughs) And and that's pretty much true. Yeah. I just, I, I have such a passion for the game. Like I told you earlier, when I was younger, not a lot of people followed soccer. I remember when the women won the first World Cup, I went to school the next day to tell everybody, and nobody knew what I was talking about. Um, especially you were upstate New York, yes. where you know, it's cold most of the soccer season. Yes. And they're more hockey than soccer. Played a lot. We played on gym floors, everything in the winter. So I had such a passion for it. So when he got into it and started playing, I just started teaching him a lot of the footwork early. 
um, a lot of technical skills and cover moves. We did because my high school coach made me do cover moves every single day of practice. So I had him with tennis ball in the house sometimes, you know, dribbling around the house with this tennis ball. But I mean, at first it was just let's get out there and run. Jalen had a lot of energy. The doctor <laughs> said he had a need to run. Like he used to run around the doctor's office. He couldn't even sit still. And he just ran. The kindergarten teacher said, I have to yeah. teach him not to run everywhere. And so soccer was a great outlet, but then he was so good at it. You know, where other kids are playing in the dirt and the flowers at that age, he was not, I mean, he might've been scoring in the other goal, <laughs> his own goal. Like he didn't, we just, we used to yell that way, go the other way. He didn't care. He just right. was running and I'm going to score, kick the ball in it. When was there kind of a light bulb moment? You said, this kid is special. I mean, you saw him have energy. Okay. This kid's got more energy. He's going to outrun everybody. But when was this thing like, bam, he is a step above people. Uh, we started to go, I think maybe it was first tryout. It was like UA Academy or something like that. Was this Charlotte, New York? It was, this was Charlotte. It was actually um, Charlotte Soccer Club. They're not, they don't exist anymore. And everybody kind of knew each other when we got to the tryouts, but we didn't know anybody. Mm. So I didn't know if he would, I was worried. And then they finally, I saw slowly, they moved him to the other field with the other set of kids. Uh -huh. So I was thinking, okay, that's either a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know soccer. So I, to me, I was like, okay, I think that's a good thing. And then he made that the higher team. And then he started doing really well, like with the, is more organized at that age with the academy or whatever it was called at the time. And then when he was nine at a 3v3 tournament, I had a scout. He said he was from Orlando City. Um, he wanted to know whose kid that was. And he said he, you know, if they gain rights to him, and then they could tend to Europe. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Like, it was... Wait a minute. So you're telling me he's nine. Nine. And you've not heard from anything at a higher level. So all of a sudden there's this... MLS guy is he an MLS guy? That's what he said. And he's talking and he's talking about getting rights to this nine year old, and talking about Europe. And your mind is blown. yeah, yeah. He was just like, "Oh, call me." But I think I don't know if whatever happened. We never made connections. But I wasn't really ready to send my kid to whatever he was talking about at the time. And you know, <laughs> I didn't. And plus, I don't even know if the guy was really legit. But I was thinking. But it just got me thinking. Like, right. well, what if he is? You know, and then the biggest moment, I think, was when he was 13 and he got called up to the U14 national team. Mm. That night, I'll never forget that night. Jalen will tell you about it, too. I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning and I checked my email, just looking at my phone, and and we had a invite for the U14. I can't tell you for me what that felt like. Um, it was – I went and woke him up, but he doesn't remember. He was like, what? Right, right, yeah. I was like, no, I just have to tell you this. And then, and then we woke up and then he woke up in the morning. He didn't remember me waking him up, but I was, I, I was so excited. That was, and then I think when you, when he got there, you know, there was. Where was that tryout? It was in uh, Carson, California at um, the StubHub at the time. And they had about 48 kids because it was the first camp for that eight, that age group. And. You know, and I knew some of the kids because he played that were really good that he had played against from Atlanta, like Andrew Carlton. And I was like, well, are you on the team with him? I kept trying to ask who because I was trying to figure out. if he was in the good group. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and then he's like, yeah, I was with him today. I was like, okay, okay. And then anyway, long story short, he kept getting invited back. The numbers get knocked down from yes. 48 to whatever to whatever to whatever. Yes. And then yeah. the following, that was in the September of that year. And then in the spring they took their first international trip to Croatia, and he made the roster. It was 22 kids in wow. the country. So and he was 
13? Thir- 13 or 14. But playing on the 14. U14 national. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, wow. Like he's, okay. They're saying he's one of the best in the country for his age right. group. And so that was, that was very surreal as well. Because how many kids are on that team that go? or is it? There was only 22 they 20, took. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was his first trip abroad mm-hmm. like that too? Yes. Was mom a little bit or uh, worried at all or like, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, you know he was in good hands, but still it's a mom and their 14-year-old is going off. Was there some yes. sentimental thing going on there? Yeah. A lot of it was. It's funny. I'll look back at my Facebook time hop or, some, or, time hop or Facebook post come back yeah. and I'm like, pray for Jalen. He's flying somewhere. I'm like... <laughs> And like now it's like he I can't, he flies everywhere all the right. time. But so that first one that's always huge. Yeah, so the first for the first couple of years I remember flying to Turkey and I'm like, "Oh gosh, he's flying to Turkey." And especially countries that you may not be really aware of yes, and things. Yes. How was his emotional thing? Was it even phasing him at all? Was he no. Li- no really? He was ready. Really? Wow. He was so that kid had such a passion for the game. Um he was the kid that would go to bed at night studying film on his phone. Wow. And it's funny because he's actually found these random people who posted their own stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, Mom, this kid is explosive. And then he ended up playing against the kid in the homegrown game. And, wow. You know, so yeah. it's kind of neat, like, oh, I idolize that kid, and now I'm with him. So Right. That yes, that has to be weird. And it also has to be, I mean, when he went on that trip to Croatia, it's not like he was best buddies with a lot of these guys, right? A little bit of practice, but he didn't, you know, he wasn't going to school with them all the time or anything. So he was going with kind of strangers in a way to him you know that that and but he was didn't phase him one bit which is amazing then eventually get to the uh, u14 it's probably soon after that i guess where you have to make that decision explain what this thing is where he goes to kansas city when he was coming back from national team he would come here and get frustrated a lot of these guys played in the mls academies there so he would hear about it so when for example, when he got to Kansas City, these are the differences. Like when you get to Kansas City, he gets there and there's someone that does your laundry. Like you you put mm. your uniform on a ring, put it in the bin, they wash it, they put it in your locker. Right. You know, there's a kitchen, There's you can have smoothies, you have access to AvoCare or whatever the, the drinks they used to have. And, yeah. you know, and so he, it was just, a, it was more of a professional environment. They didn't expect you to come and have the coach warm you up. They had a trainer that they got there ahead of time. They didn't get to practice. If practice was at five, you didn't show up at five. You showed up at four. You got dressed. You were prepared, and you were with the trainer warming up. So when the coach steps on the field at five, at five, you are ready to go. Yep. Yeah. That's how it is. And so you had when you are playing in a situation where it's not like that, and there's nothing wrong with the other way, but if you are right. this type A-type person, you're frustrated when practice starts at 5 and it's 5.07 or 5.02 and, and it's not happening, he's probably going like, ah! Yes, and it was also, um, we would go to showcases and he'd see his friends playing on the other MLS academies and somehow they were always grouped to play each other. So he wouldn't play against them. And a lot of the scouts he would see would be at those fields. And, oh, okay. And that kind of also was frustrating. He's like, oh man, that would be so cool to play the Red Bulls or, you know, the LA Galaxy. Right. So the MLS Academy, he starts talking about wanting to be part of it. And then you start looking into it. Then you have to make the decision. He's 14, 15, 14. Yes, 14. That he's going to go there full time and uh, live with a host family. 
that has to be a hard decision in many ways, hard decision because your kid's a teenager, a very important part of his life. And you're probably thinking, what will people say? <laughs> because people are people. Um, yep. So is that what's kind of going on? This this juggling of, ah, my kid, I, I love him. I, I want to see him every day. This is going to be brutal, but I know it's the best for him. But are people going to say, like, how dare you ship your son up? Is this all that going on? Well, they did, but I didn't care about that. Part. Right. Oh, but they did say. <laughs> right. Well, they didn't really tell me till later. I, right. Okay. But I think it was really a no-brainer for us. It, I can't, I can't explain it. It was just he had been traveling so much. I was used to him being gone for long periods of time. You know, he was in Italy for two weeks at the Della Nazioni tournament. He was, you know, so I was kind of used to him. So it was kind of an easing in it to was. him. That that's and, nice. Yeah. And I just knew his passion was just crazy and so I knew that he this was what was he needed and you know the crazy part about it was though is I had never visited Kansas City I didn't even <laughs> go check this place out and but you know I had a, a lot of reasons behind my decisions people said well why don't you just send them to the galaxy or the Red Bulls but then you're also a in a what's the saying about uh, a big uh, fish. small fish yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Where here, like I know in LA Galaxy at that time, a lot of the players in the national team, his age group couldn't play up because they had so many. Gotcha. So they were still playing U14. Where Jalen went to Sporting Kansas City, they immediately put him on the U16s. So there was a strategy involved in yes. picking Kansas City. So this is when he was playing the, against Weston McKinney and um, he was playing against FC Dallas and playing those type of players. So it was kind of had a little strategy, but and, um, we knew Desmond Armstrong, who used to be a player for our national team. He was a scout for them at the time. He, he, he did their affiliate sites. So I was totally trusting him, and I was trusting the academy director at Sporting. They said, just come out. We'll take care of them. And I didn't think anything of it. I drove across the country. We got there. We got him with a family that offered to take him in. Um, and then I left. And it worked out and it worked beautifully, out. which yes. is a, a great. Um, so this academy, do they, they offer invitations? You just can't go, hey, I want to go to the Academy. We did. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, you could say it because you were on a national team. Yes, I mean, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the reason why. Like yeah. he since he was already with the national team, it was a pretty easy transition yeah. and they were so glad to have him. So when does he get like I assume there's a signing thing or something with Kansas City, which becomes actually part of the team? Does that happen? When does that happen? Okay, so originally he had he had gotten a scholarship to go to Carolina. Um, mm. So he had a full ride there. Wow. And then um, after that, he went to the U7. He was getting ready to go to the U17 World Cup in India. And wow. so Sporting wanted to sign him before the World Cup came. Okay. All right. And he, had went to, he was in residency. So he was gone from Sporting for a year. He was at residency with U.S. Soccer down in IMG Academy in Florida. He comes back, and he's with Sporting for a month or two, and then they offered him a contract for four years. Wow, that's amazing. That yes. is amazing. So so at 17, is mom signing the contract? i got to think back now. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I signed so much stuff for Jalen. Yeah, you had to be involved. <laughs> I literally was like his personal secretary. When he, when he, especially when he went to the World Cup in India, the, the documents to get his visa for uh. India and the – I, I never filled so much paperwork out for someone. And, all, <laughs> and, and he went to five different high schools. So 
Oh, um, wow. So I, I was always filling out registration papers and, yeah. you does, know. Does he get, uh, does he have sponsors when he was young like that? I don't, I don't even now, like shoe deals and equipment stuff or like, how does that work? Well, now, I mean, he's had a Nike deal for the last couple of years, yeah. but you know, when they're younger, they can't because otherwise then they would. Oh, they'd lose their yes eligibility. Yeah, to, stuff. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And we just you always have to have that backup of college too, you yeah, know. Yeah, the right, NCAA right. gets in the way, huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, when you look back, and obviously this worked out amazing for for Jalen. He's a playing in the MLS. He's starting for a team in the MLS, his hometown team. Uh, what would you say to other parents who are involved in soccer that? might be something you maybe tell them to pump the brakes on or something to tell them to go for. What what advice do you give parents who have soccer players? Um, I think one of the biggest things, and you might know that this from being around the soccer community, is a lot of people get caught up in clubs. They get caught up in the, oh, I'm afraid to say something because you know, you might, my child might not play. Oh, so or, the parent might be afraid to say something to what, a coach to or a coach a or, or something like yeah, that. And I, yeah. and I, you know, and I always tell people like, if, if your child's good enough that he, someone's going to find him, someone's going to notice him and don't put your, all your eggs in one basket because, you know, if things didn't work at sporting, sporting wasn't the end, end all be all for him. You know what I mean? Right, there's that's always, a great point. Yeah. There's always something else, or everybody has their own path. Right. And so, if some some of Jalen's friends went to college first and then signed pro, some went right to the pro, some went to USL first then pro. So, everybody has their own path of how they get there, and it's just crazy because I've seen it, I've with so many different kids, and there's not a blueprint. There's not no. the no. way to do it. You have to take into consider. What I'm hearing is you got to take into consideration your kid and what they want to do and what be best for their growth you know even um not just soccer playing but you know intellectually or you know emotionally and all that other yes. stuff that goes on too right i mean yes because some kids couldn't i know one kid for example had you know it was hard for him to be away from home and i've also heard some of the players go overseas and that's hard for them you know living there in different language and you know, things like that. So, and nowadays, well, the talk about mental health and all that sort of thing, you got to yes. make sure your kid has yes. their head on straight yes, before they it's, go. It's tough. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. What people need to realize too is that, you know, you're not just going there to play, but you have to sleep somewhere. You're sleeping in a different bed. Uh, the weather, the climate might be different. The food might be different. So, there's a whole lot of things that you have to acclimatize yourself to other than playing on this team in this foreign country or in this different state or, or wherever it is, is much more than just picking up and leaving. It's a whole, it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. And he, yeah. Jalen had that mindset that just was perfect for it. Mm -hmm. But some yes. kids may not and yeah. don't force the, you know, square peg round hole kind of thing. If a kid, there's paths, like you said, I think that's one of that very well said that don't try to force them to do a certain path because it might not be perfect for that kid. Exactly. And I tell some parents too, if it doesn't work out, maybe they didn't get that contract and they're going to college, you know, don't be discouraged by that. You know, there's many players like look at DK, Daryl DK. I mean, he played in college all four years and then now he's overseas. He got bought out by, he wasn't in Barnsley. Right. But um, 
you know, so everybody has develop at different yeah, times yes, too. Yes, that too, and so you just never, you just you're never not over the hill when you're 21 in soccer. No. You're okay. You'll be okay. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, he's yes. got he's got some years ahead of him, yeah. and I thought his play is steady. Um, I saw the first game in DC, confident on the ball. You know, I, I think he had two solid games. Thank you. So far. Thank you. This coach is going to be amazing for him. Um, Miguel is exactly what he needed. In what way do you, is, do you say that? Um, he's, he is a teacher. Okay. From what all the players say. Great, yeah. He's, you know, he loves his young players too, just as well as, you know, the other players, the older players. Because, you know, you have to have veterans because mm -hmm. you have to, you know, veterans are really good for the team, you know, to... To give that way. leadership and yeah, as well and probably more important when you uh, talk about an expansion team too. Yes, that you have a coach that's a teacher and yeah. and certain personalities are the veterans. Right? Yeah, and he's got to be patient with the progress. Yes, not like some of the fans and the comments I already see online. Uh, they say uh, Panthers 2.0 and yes. you know in a negative way, meaning yes. like okay, people. yeah, so. But you're right. I mean, what do you, it's an expansion team. They're not going to, I don't think anybody expected them to roll out winning like a 3 0 every game out of the gate. It's going to take a little while. The team is not playing badly. Yeah. Uh, we had two unfortunate goals in DC. One was yes. a deflection. I mean, there's nothing you could do with a deflection. The goalkeeper is already going that way. It hits the player's back, it changes direction. You're done. And then uh, that damn penalty. Yes. I wanted to tell you one thing before we roll out of here. I was talking to this woman the other day, and she was telling me her kid was is either in your, I think he's in your class this year, and she was saying that her uh, she'd come home and said, "Oh, my teacher loves uh, soccer, loves soccer," and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, right, she loves soccer, whatever." And then all of a sudden, you know, a few weeks ago, whatever, it's like, "Oh, she loves soccer because her kid's on that." Now we now it makes sense because you were giving the kids some soccer stuff, I guess, or something like that, and then it started to dawn on everybody. As that happened, like people knew you, like, oh, yeah, my kid plays soccer. And if you're not following soccer, yeah, he plays in the youth world. That's all great stuff, but some people don't know what that means, right? No, it's funny because a lot of people have said to me, wow, he's made it. And I'm kind of like, well, he did sign pro four years ago. Right, but, right, you know, right. But a lot of people here in Charlotte, some people who are really into soccer followed him right. out in Kansas. But now that it's here in our backyard – it's just everybody's getting into it. And there's so many people now that are like, wow, I've heard this recently. I never really thought I'd, I didn't know anything about soccer. I didn't really like it, but I, I was so excited. And I was yelling at the TV. And yeah, people yeah. are just so pumped right now about it. Because he's accomplished a lot already in his young life. He has. But if you don't follow soccer and you're, you're a teacher, you don't, until he comes here and you see him on the big scoreboard yes. and you hear him announced, a lot of people don't get it, right? Yes. And, and that's nothing. Against that, so I would imagine the response to you has been insane over the last yes. few months. Yes. It's just ramped up. It's amazing. Yeah, this is fantastic. I am. Uh, you've got to be proud. I, I mean, you, you should be proud of yourself because well, you. you raised a, a kid that is phenomenal. Uh, I say kid, but you know. Is, I know. Is he is he the youngest on the team? I don't think so. I think Ben. Yeah, either Ben or Chris Hegert just turned twenty. Okay. And Jalen will be 22 this month. Wow. Okay. How about that? Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much for spending time with us. Really appreciate oh, of it. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Of course. It. Thanks for having me. Nice. Be sure to share, leave comments, questions on our Facebook page, Podcasting Charlotte FC. And thanks for listening.